Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. This is where Jesus heals a deaf and mute man. We're going to skip over verses 24 through 30 because that text is paralleled in Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. And we already did a daily dose on that back in episode 523. Mark refers to the woman as Syrophoenician from that section. Matthew refers to the woman as Canaanite. There are a couple small differences but it's basically the same story, the same text. And so you can go back and hear that if you want a refresher on how that scenario played out. Before I jump into this, I want to thank the Family Leader, our Daily Dose sponsor for 2022. You can learn more about them, their ministry at the end of this podcast during Terry's announcements and would encourage you to go check them out at thefamilyleader.com. Let's check out chapter 7, verses 31 and following. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hands on him, and taking him aside from the crowd privately, put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. So there's a couple things here that are of note. Jesus' profile is very high. People know he has a reputation for healing people and doing miracles, and so they're bringing this guy to him. And to kind of underscore the point that we've made in the past, which is these miracles are not the centerpiece of Jesus' ministry. The centerpiece of Jesus' ministry is to proclaim the kingdom of heaven, to proclaim the gospel, to proclaim the new covenant. These miracles and signs in large part are to merely validate the teaching that Jesus brings. So it says that he took him aside from the crowd privately. If Jesus was trying to make this all about miracles and showtime, he wouldn't take him apart from the crowd privately. He'd do it right in the center of everyone. Gather around, check it out. Here we go again. That's not what he's doing here. Also, this is one of the miracles where Jesus actually does something physical to the person. And that's not to say that he couldn't have just said a word and the man would be healed but for whatever reason he chose to do this by touching his ears and spitting and touching his tongue. Let's continue with verse 34. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be open. It's kind of interesting. Mark actually includes the Aramaic word that Jesus would have actually spoken. This is written in Greek in its original language, but Jesus was speaking Aramaic. And so here's an example where the exact word that came off Jesus' tongue is included in scripture. Kind of cool. Verse 35. And his ears were opened and his tongue was released and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. As we know by now, there's no miracle Jesus can't do. He has power over the spiritual realm. He has power over nature. He has power over sickness. And specifically, his power over blindness and deafness is significant because there's a prophecy way back in Isaiah 35 talking about the coming Messiah that says this, 35 verse 5 in Isaiah, Then the eyes of the blind shall be open, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. So in doing this miracle, healing a deaf man and a mute man, he's checking a couple of the boxes of specific prophecies that were made in the Old Testament, foreshadowing what the Messiah would do. We also see the messianic secret here. He charges them to tell no one, but of course they're so excited and zealous, they can't keep it quiet in their 
telling people anyway. Likely, as we've said before, the motive behind the Messianic secret is that Jesus doesn't want things to get out too far too fast because it's not time for him yet to be on such a high profile. As soon as that happens, the Jewish leaders are going to come after him hard and fast and he's going to end up going to the cross. And there needs to be some time for him to actually do the ministry to proclaim the truth before that all happens, which he obviously knows is going to happen eventually. So here's a great way I think we can apply this text to our lives. I think we should view ourselves as deaf and mute in our natural condition. Even as followers of Christ who have been set free from sin, who have been forgiven, who have been redeemed by faith in Christ because we've received the righteousness, the perfection that he lived, which God requires of us. We receive the penalty for our sin mark paid because of the sacrifice that he made on the cross. We receive the victory over death that he accomplished through his resurrection. All of that comes to us by faith. But even those of us who have faith should view ourselves apart from Jesus Christ, apart from God and the work of the Holy Spirit, we should view ourselves as deaf and mute. As I sit here and read scripture or as you listen to me, there's no way for us to actually hear what is being said. There's no way for us to understand what this stuff means unless he opens our ears and allows it to happen. Spiritual insight and wisdom, the ability to understand the truths of God, are not just available to anybody. They are available to those whose ears are open and ears are open not because we're anything special, not because we've been good boys and girls, but because Christ has opened our ears so we can hear. He says that many times after parables, those who have ears, let them hear. Well, hearing ears don't come from us. We're sinful and broken and inadequate and imperfect. Hearing ears come from God himself. Also, there's nothing good that we have to say. There's nothing helpful that we have to say unless it is inspired by God. I could just be blathering on into this microphone and unless the Lord empowers my words to have a spiritual effect on the people who hear them, my speaking is worthless. When we view ourselves as deaf and mute except for the intervention of God, it makes us humble. It helps us view ourselves correctly with regard to where we stand compared to God. We are small. We are dependent on him. We bring nothing to the table. He's everything. It all depends on him. And the only way that we're going to be fruitful or be useful or be influential in this life for him is if he causes it to happen. Lord, will you continue to help us understand these truths that we are weak and you are strong. We are incapable and you are capable. We bring nothing. You bring everything. And Lord, as we realize these things to a greater and greater degree, and as you make us humble, will you use us mightily for your work? Not for our name, not for our fame, not for our glory, but for yours alone, for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray it in his name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit 
tip from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.